Today's episode is sponsored by More Labs. More Labs offers vegan and gluten-free supplements with proven ingredients to help you fight everyday stressors. Hangovers can be rough. Morning recovery is designed to reduce the negative effects after drinking and boost your body's natural response to post-alcohol recovery. Aqua Plus Probiotics and Aqua Plus Immunity are hydration mix options to help with gut health or immune health. Lacking energy? Check out Liquid Focus, a better-for-you energy drink that's designed to boost focus and provide clean, smooth energy. Sleep is the key to the best version of yourself, so try Dream Well, a holistic shot made to help you fall asleep quickly and give you a better night's rest. Can't decide? The Life Hack Pack is a variety pack containing their morning recovery, liquid focus, and dream well. Use the code GJWT to get 20% off when you check out at morelabs.com. That's GJWT at morelabs.com. Welcome back, everybody. Today, we will be doing listener Q&A, 73 questions with Naomi, and the girl-to-girl segment covering toxic friendships or relationships. Hello, everyone. I'm Diana. And I'm Naomi. And this is Girls Just Want to Thrive. It's a lifestyle podcast where we talk to women who are thriving not only in their careers, but in life. We'll discuss current and relevant topics in beauty, wellness, dating and relationships, and self-care. We would love for you to join our new community for uplifting women from all walks of life. Don't forget to follow or subscribe to be the first to hear new episodes every week. Well, before we get into today's segments, let's just talk about how we're feeling today and how we're feeling since the last time we chatted. So how are you doing, Diana? Um, pretty good. Not too bad. I can't believe summer is going to come to an end next week. That's crazy. I know. Next Tuesday, September 22nd is officially the last day of summer. And we've spent all of summer in quarantine. <laughs> yes, pretty much. Nothing going on, nothing to do because we don't want to get sick. So Yeah, we'll be looking back at photos from 2020 and there's not going to be anything from summer. It's like there's... as if the season didn't even exist. Yeah, the whole year was just, a, I don't know, a deleted scene or something. Like yeah. nothing. <laughs> nothing really got done and everything was put on hold and like just the craziness of not being able to do what we normally do is just Mm -hmm. wow yeah I definitely have to say that I'm sad to see summer go just because of the shorts weather the bathing suit weather but also it was just bloody hot so I'm heavily anticipating some cooler weather busting out the sweaters I want to like snuggle up in a blanket outside because it's chilly and not do it just because I want to look cutesy (laughs) (laughs) yeah for sure so any new shows or books or any songs you've been listening to what's new with you 
I've always been obsessed with YouTube. We talk about it all the time. And I find that a lot of the times on YouTube, I'm watching like organizational videos. Right. So showing before and afters. And I love the satisfaction of seeing the after footage of just this clean, organized area. So that automatically drew me to the new Netflix show, Get Organized by the Home Edit. Oh, and really? If you, if you have not watched it, it is amazing. It's going to make you want to organize and purge, like, everything that you have. Like, oh, I definitely went through my closet, reorganized it, started color coding things in, like, the rainbow fashion based on the, the style of clothing. <laughs> so I've definitely adapted from that show heavily in my life. Yeah, I like organizing. And my favorite is just cleaning out my closet from mm-hmm. like clothes I don't wear or haven't worn in a while. So yep, agreed. I got myself a pretty hefty size bin full of stuff that I'm going to donate or try to sell to a secondhand clothing store. Good, good, good. How about you? Any TV shows or movies? Well, since last week, since I recovered from that book I read, yes. <laughs> I uh, have been still journaling. I don't know if I mentioned it before, but it was the happinessplanner.com. Yeah. I got some journals from there, too, to be exact, and I'm doing the mindfulness one. So nice. that one's more about just how you go throughout your day, what you're thinking, how you wake up with your thoughts, like just get inside your head and really see what's going on in there. So that's been really good. Yeah, that sounds really interesting. Yeah, it is. So I've been doing that. Um, What else? Oh, I've been trying Recess, of course, one of our sponsors. Yes. It's very calming, I have to say, the drinks. My favorite flavor is probably the coconut lime one. Mm-hmm. And it's the drink is a sparkling water infused with hemp extract and adaptogens. Hell yeah. yeah. It sounds good. What other flavors do they have? Or what other flavors have you tried that are good? I tried the blackberry chai one. That one was pretty Ooh. good. And then they have a peach ginger one, which I haven't tried yet. And then a black cherry one and a couple other flavors. I don't remember them all, but not nothing to complain about. Yeah, they sound good. It sounds like they're non-traditional flavors, which is kind of nice. I do have to warn that they're not sweet. So if you have a sweet mm. tooth, this is not the drink for you. But if you're drinking it, I don't know, after dinner, right before bed or something, that's the best time to drink it. Awesome. We'll have to try them all out. Yep. All right. So starting off with our first segment, we wanted to start today's episodes with the listener Q&A because I feel like we usually end with it. So just trying to mix things up a little bit. So we have three listener questions that we'll go over. The first one is what are some things that you can do to get out of a funk? So are there any tips or tricks that we have that we utilize to get ourselves out of a funk? Um, I listen to music a lot. So my music definitely influences my mood. So if I'm trying to get out of a funk, I try to listen to like empowering music or something to get my energy up. And then aside from that, I journal as well, which I mentioned before. But journaling yeah. is helpful. Even if you don't have prompts, just journal something that's going on in your mind and then, you know, read back through it and then just analyze it a little bit and yeah. move forward. 
I definitely think music will fluctuate your mood whether you want to go to a happy place or if you want to go into a crying state. Right. Sometimes if you want to get out of a funk, you got to get a good cry and there's lots of tear jerking songs that are out there. So if you want to go down that route and cuddle up in your bed and get a good cry, you can do that. I've done it before and it's very refreshing, but then you got to deal with the whole puffy face syndrome afterwards. So True. Not, not the most ideal. It's good if you're not going to see anyone or if you're not leaving your household or doing Zoom calls or anything like that. <laughs> um, one thing that I really do to get out of the funk is just working out and primarily going for a run because it gets me out of the household or gets me out of wherever inside building I'm in and just to get outside and get fresh air and also get your endorphins going. It doesn't have to be like a crazy aggressive workout, but just like you said, put on some good music that gets you nice and pumped up and go out for a little run. It, that's just what I do to get out of a funk. Honestly, I feel so much better and so much relief after running. It's almost like a weight's been lifted off my shoulders. Now it might not necessarily fully solve whatever was putting me in that funk, but it'll get me to a better state to where I can then take some additional steps to try to get to an overall like happy state. Yeah, definitely. Just get your mind maybe away from it for just a moment. And also you don't have to like overthink and overanalyze that you'll be too focused on you sweating and trying to breathe. Definitely. Because if you ever try to think hard on work that you need to do or something outside of the workout that you're doing, that's when you're going to mess up. You're going to trip and fall if you're clumsy like me. Thanks to my my lovely genetics, I'm very klutzy human being. So <laughs> if, if I'm not paying attention to what I'm doing, I will trip and fall. Or <laughs> if I'm doing like a weighted workout, somehow clock myself in the head with a weight. I don't know. Like it's it's just not good to multitask when it comes to working out. So like you said, it's a very good escape. Yeah, definitely. So the next question is, what advice would you recommend for someone just entering the workforce? Oh, okay. Um, the biggest thing that I would say for someone that's just freshly entering the workforce is to be very open. And that knowing you're not going to be finding your dream job or your dream position as your first job. Just know that whatever position that you're interviewing for or entering into is just going to make you a more well-rounded human being and a nice resume builder if it doesn't end up working out in the long run and you don't want to stay with that position. Yeah, definitely being open and acting more as a sponge, I would say. Yeah, that's good advice. I also think you should realize you're probably most likely 99% chance not going to get along with everyone you work with. Mm -hmm. So just to be aware of like different personalities. I mean, you probably experienced that in school, but it's more so in the workforce because you have to see these people every day. You usually can separate yourself when you're in school from the people yes. that you don't like or don't want to be bothered with. But definitely. when you're at work, you definitely need to adjust your own attitude around certain people and just take your role seriously. But when it's time to vent, make sure you vent to the right people. Yeah, that's actually a good thing you bring up. Um, one thing that we did on my my other job is we took an emotional intelligence or an EQ course. 
So it's more of learning like what are the different personality or emotional intelligence categories. And then you can, after having a little bit more experience with your coworkers, so like I wouldn't do this straight off of the bat when you're entering in the workforce, but maybe like a month or so in, once you get a sense of how people are acting, how they handle certain situations, if you take up an EQ course or just read it online, I mean, I'm sure Google has plethora of information related to emotional intelligence, but it'll tell you a lot about what those people are thinking, like what their thought process is and how best to approach them. Because like you said, you're not going to be able to avoid them. I mean, trying to avoid someone in the workplace is just going to end up in greater harm. You're not going to be able to avoid them. So just trying to figure out a way to best communicate with them, especially because if you're young going into the workforce, There's going to be people that are older than you, and every generation has a different thought process and a different way in which they communicate things. So trying to understand how best to communicate your thoughts to someone of an older generation or vice versa. Let's say if you're you're new into a workforce, but you're, we'll say, 36 or whatever, and there's a young young chop coming out of college, you have to be able to understand how to communicate with them to better both of you yeah true very true and then what else recommend for entering the workforce um make sure you got a decent wardrobe for the job definitely us two shopaholics we're definitely gonna advocate shopping (laughs) and increasing your wardrobe but it definitely gives people a good first impression i mean you don't want to be showing up there in a hoochie mama dress and you don't want to be showing up in slouchy clothing Right. want to make sure you're in some nice, nice, impressive clothing, but don't go out of your way to dress up in something that's not necessarily you. Like, add your own little flair to it. Right. It gets you more in the mindset of doing your job rather than just becoming lazy and just waiting for five o'clock to come around when you dress a certain way, in my opinion. Yep, definitely. And the last question that we have on here what are some of the challenges you guys, us, faced when we first started out podcasting? Hmm. I, I guess the like, topics. Yeah, yeah. We So we're a lifestyle podcast, which means that we can talk about a plethora of things like self-care, beauty, wellness, dating and relationships, all that stuff. I mean, when you think about it, you don't realize how deep you can go into each one of those. And it's like choosing what's the best topic to touch on during these, these episodes. It's definitely tricky to choose the best topics because we don't want to just be sitting here rambling on. Right. And it's hard to choose which topics to talk about at what point. Like we don't want to go back to back the same topics, for example, like talk about dating and then talk about relationships in the next episode, then go back to online dating. Like it's just, does it make sense? So I think being able to spread our topics around and picking and choosing what we'll talk about and making it more not messy, but just more engaging in mm-hmm. the sense that you don't know what to expect. Yeah, definitely. I would have to agree. You want to keep it mixed up enough, but still coherent to where it doesn't seem like we're all over the place. Right. So yeah, topics are definitely a challenge, but a good challenge. Yes. And that we want to create the best content that we can. I would also say scheduling is probably another 
difficult part of the process, just because when we interview guests, we have to be free for Mm -hmm. them to schedule when they're available. So it depends on their schedule, but it also depends on Naomi's schedule because she has an actual job. (laughs) (laughs) But it's also tricky because I don't think we've ever really mentioned this, but like we started out the podcast in the middle of quarantine and Diana and I are both in different states. So no matter what, we're communicating through video chat platforms, texting, phone calls. We don't really have the luxury of getting together in person right? or getting together with the guests. Everything is virtual. So definitely getting very well versed in technology, I would have to say. Definitely, definitely. So now we're going to do 73 questions with Naomi. This is from Vogue, or we're playing off of Vogue's 73 questions that they do with their guests in video form on YouTube. So I'm going to ask Naomi different questions, and she'll just basically answer them right away. Or she can take her time for some of the harder questions. But for the most part, she'll be answering them. Yeah. Um, in our previous Just Us episode, which was episode 20, I asked Diana 73 questions. And these ones are a little bit different just because we didn't want to take the exact same template of questions that I asked Diana. Because then it's like I'm cheating. I already read off all the questions. I could right. be mapping out my answers for a while now. And that's not ideal. Yeah, she hasn't read these questions. So they'll be very... uh very different from mine and she'll have to think on the top of her head yeah so don't judge me guys okay question number one what's your favorite time of day Mm, I would have to say sunset because I'm a basic bitch and I love sunset so evening time 7 8 p.m what's your biggest weakness Mm, um that I take on too much I'm not very good about saying no to things and I will take on different tasks. And before you know it, I have a to-do list of 50 different items all with the same priority. Oh gosh. What's your biggest strength? That I'm reliable. I feel like a lot of people can rely on me to get things done. And I think it's just because I like to have a lot of accomplishments. (laughs) What's the biggest learning experience you've had? Oh, that is tricky because I feel like I've gone through so many phases of life, of childhood and then college and then young adult or young professional life. Oh, my gosh. I'm just going to say adapting to the professional industry workforce. So that was my first official job. Other than coaching gymnastics, didn't really have a other job so going into like a professional industry work field that was just it was a huge shock and a challenge to adapt yeah I agree what's your idea of a perfect date pretty similar to my idea of the perfect day which is just going for a hike um, in a mountain town and then checking out some different shops and a brewery and then probably getting a dinner in the evening nice What's one vice you wish you could give up? And vice is like, is that a bad habit? Yeah. Um, Picking at my fingernails or like the skin around my fingernails. Picking in general, I have a very bad habit of picking. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
What's a cause that is, is so important to you? So I'm a big animal lover. So I'm a sucker for like the humane societies and different shelters that take in animals for adoption. Cool. What's the best compliment you've ever received? Uh, <laughs> this is awkward. I don't like talking about compliments. <laughs> um, You're funny. You're really funny. That's a nice know. one. Yeah. When are you the most inspired? Hmm. I, I really don't know. I, I, I don't think there's a specific time or scenario in which I'm most inspired after having caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sweet or savory? Sweet. What song can you listen to on repeat? Just Dance by Lady Gaga. What makes you smile the most? Um, Looking back at pictures that I've taken from trips. Oh, that's a nice one. What's the one thing people don't know about you? Um, That I have bunions. Oh. <laughs> Heels or flats or sneakers? Flats because I have bunions. <laughs> wow. Vintage or That worked no. out perfectly. That worked wow. out perfectly. Um, I would have to say vintage. Yeah. What are the three things you can't live without? Ooh. Um, let's see. Three things I can't live without. Candy. Uh, hand lotion. And my phone. Wow. <laughs> oh, I probably should have said like my fiance or something. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make we'll make them a tie. Oh well. With one of those. Window or aisle seat? Window. What's your current TV character obsession? It would have to be someone from the office, because I'm freaking obsessed with the office. So I want to say Michael Scott. That's a good one. Leather or lace? Leather. What's the most adventurous thing you've done in your life? Uh, went skiing in Canada. Ooh, that's nice. Yeah, it was fun. Ooh. How would you define yourself in three words? Competitive, comical, and hardworking. What's your current favorite piece of clothing that you own? Ooh. My Levi 501 high-waisted shorts. Ooh. <laughs> but going to be putting those away soon, right? Because of colder weather. What's a must-have clothing item everyone should own? Oh, man. There's so many. I would say a like solid pair of jeans and like a medium wash. Okay. So not super dark, not super light, but ones that fit like perfectly. What's inspiring you in life right now? YouTube. Watching, I watch a shit ton of YouTube. So a lot of them are like optimization and motivational, like how to best structure your work from home life. Okay. What's the best piece of advice you've received? Ooh. Best piece of advice. Oh, man, Diana, I'm completely <laughs> blanking right now. <laughs> oh, okay. Hang on. 
I guess my best advice that I've been given is to whenever you do something, give it all you've got. Like, yeah. Don't half-ass it. That's a good one, too. What's your pet peeve? Mm. Oh, gosh. To choose one, it's when people are lazy. Okay. Yeah, that would piss me off. Yeah. Diamonds or pearls? Diamonds, baby. What's something you notice about someone when you first meet them? Their smile. What's your biggest regret? Mm. Yikes. Putting me on blast. Yeah. <laughs> Putting the emotions out. Uh, probably not fully taking my collegiate gymnastics opportunities seriously. And more so living the like young college lifestyle. Yeah. I, I feel like really didn't need to necessarily do that and would have been equally satisfied with my college career, really. Okay. What's heavily played on your music playlist right now? Ooh, give me one moment. I'm going to pull it up right now and see. So really, it would have to be the entire Folklore album by Taylor Swift, but in particular, Exile, that song with Bonnie Vare. It's just, oh, oh my gosh, it gets me in my feels so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, what's your favorite board game? Mm, Scrabble. What's your guilty pleasure? Uh, Keeping up with the Kardashians. Yeah, that is a guilty pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) What book did you most recently finish? Uh, Most recently finished would have to be The Silent Patient. I have a couple of other books that I've started, but I haven't finished them yet, so I'm not going to. I'm not going to list off the titles. How do you start your day? I think as I said before, I like to check my phone and update on all open notifications before I even leave the bed. So I do that and then get up and do my face skincare routine and then get some coffee. And if I've got a good amount of time before I really got to get like going for work, like watch a YouTube video or listen to a podcast while getting ready. Oh, I skipped a question. What are you currently reading? Currently reading Rare Breed. Yes. And it's really good. We'll have to share the information in like the show notes or something because it's it's a great book. What's your favorite holiday? Ooh. Oh my gosh, it's going to be a tie between Christmas and Halloween. Um, I'll say Christmas. Okay. I thought you were going to say Thanksgiving because of the food, but I was wrong. Well, so I like Thanksgiving, but my birthday also falls right around then. So it's kind of like I'm excited for Thanksgiving, but I'm also bitter because I don't get to hang out with any friends. True. Because everyone's with their family for Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay, if you could raid one woman's closet, who would it be? Uh, the YouTuber Shay Whitney. Check her out. She's got some great clothing on there. If you could switch lives with one person for a day, who would it be? Ooh. Um, Chrissy Teigen. Okay. 
I can see that. That'd be a fun experience. Yeah. What's the one thing you've always wanted to try, but you've been too scared to do? Skydiving. Oh, God, no. (laughs) (laughs) What's the one thing you wish you you knew at 19? Um, That freshman 15 is real. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a, yeah. Yeah, because we were both athletes and we didn't really, I mean, we could eat like junk food and it didn't really affect us that much. But then once you start getting to like 19, 20 and you start becoming more of a woman, your body does not metabolize food as as well as it did when you're younger. Yeah. <laughs> Besides your phone or wallet, what's a couple of must-have purse items? A compact because I'm oily as hell. Um. As of right now, I have – it's this salicylic acid body spray that I spray onto my face mask. That way it can try to help prevent future breakouts. So right now, that would be a must-have. <laughs> <laughs> and my, like, portable charger. Okay. Yeah. Cool. If you were not a blogger or a group fitness instructor, what would you be doing? That doesn't really apply to you. <laughs> Let's Guys, say, I'm actually a blogger and I'm actually a fitness instructor. Go follow my Instagram. Well, if you <laughs> if you weren't a podcaster, what would you be doing? I would probably be a fitness instructor because okay. I I love everything fitness related, so I can see myself easily transitioning into that. What's something you can't do? Speak a second language. Yeah, I've always wanted to, but I'm like too lazy to sit down and learn and take the time. Yeah, same. But I feel like if I really wanted it, I would do it. Where was the best vacation you've ever taken? Banff, Canada. I've been there twice. Once in the summer, once in the winter. Well, I guess it's once in the summer, once in spring. Both gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. What's one city you've always dreamed of traveling to? I don't necessarily know for a city, but I've always wanted to go to Switzerland. What's something you always travel with? My portable charger. Favorite food? Corn. (laughs) (laughs) Favorite dessert? Mm, Key lime pie. Favorite snack? chips what's a movie that made you cry crazy rich asians it made you cry yeah the wedding part is so beautiful guys ever since i got engaged i'm like a freaking sappy mess anytime there's like romantic or relationship things i just start tearing up and crying wow (laughs) okay what's your favorite movie of the last five years Probably Crazy Rich Asians as well. It's just well done. What's the one talent you wish you had? That I could sing. I'm a shit singer. (laughs) (laughs) What's your favorite exercise? Running. Running. Like physical exercise? Is that what you meant? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, running. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Okay, what's your favorite band? I feel like that's so 90s. 
It's your favorite oh band. My God. Which band are you going to get a poster of for your room? <laughs> oh, uh, I would have to say Rainbow Kitten Surprise. Never heard Don't of them. Don't give me that face. You need to go listen to them. They're from Boone, North Carolina. So they went to App State and their music, it's kind of weird when you first listen to it, but it's really good. It's kind of like indie alternative. Okay. Yeah, it's good. Check them out. What's your favorite fast food order? Gosh, so I have to choose a fast food place and then my order? Yeah. Oh, I guess it would have to be Chick-fil-A. So the Chick-fil-A sandwich with like fries and then, of course, Chick-fil-A sauce. Like three of them. Don't you dare give me two. Give me three. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What's something you don't want to be doing in 10 years? renting a home i want to own a home yeah that's not cute. i feel like that's a no-brainer yeah um maybe also in 10 years i don't want to be i was also going to say making car ma- payments but i would obviously be done with my car payments by then <laughs> whatever we'll just go with both of those mediocre answers okay what's the cutest thing on the planet earth the cutest thing yeah kitties yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> What's the best thing that happened this year? I got engaged. Yeah, that is. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so people are shitting on 2020 and I'm like, y'all, I got engaged. and I was supposed to have my wedding now, but it's okay. It's fine. Yeah, 2020 is just, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite cocktail? Moscow Mule. I knew you were going to say that. Or like a whiskey ginger. Like anything ginger. I love it. Which movie makes you laugh the hardest? The Hangover. That's a good one. That's a good mm-hmm. choice. Uh, what do you usually eat for dinner? Usually it's like a meat and a veggie. So it can vary. I mean. Okay. Yeah. A meat and a veggie. What do you or a sandwich or a sandwich? Sorry, sandwich. I also have a, a lot of sandwiches for dinner. A lot of cold of... cuts. Yeah, pretty much. What do you usually eat for lunch? Mm, right now, it's just like whatever I have in the fridge, but it tends to often be a sandwich or like a sandwich without the bread. So you use the meat to kind of like roll it up into little little rolls with the cheese and the goodies on the inside, okay. and then like a side salad. What do you usually eat for breakfast? I don't really have breakfast. So <gasps> coffee. What, yeah. What's your favorite thing in the world? My fiance. Aww. <laughs> what's your favorite color? Uh, like a dusty rose mauve. What color clothing do you wear most? Color clothing? Yeah. Oh, I should know this. I was just going through my freaking closet. I'm <laughs> organizing it. Uh, I have a lot of black, but second to that, I noticed that I have a lot of navy, which generally I thought I didn't go for navy items because I feel like they kind of look weird with jeans, but I went through my closet and I have like a shit ton of navy. So I'm like, I guess those two. And, and I have some pinks. I have pinks. Okay. So black first, navy, tied with pink. Got it. 
do 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 what are the three words to describe living in south carolina Mm, humid rainy uh up and coming because they're trying to be this bridge between georgia and north carolina they're trying to make it like a nice transition rather than it just being like this lesser of the carolina states yeah (laughs) do you like surprises it depends. If it's small surprises, yes, but my controlling self wants to know like a good bit of details. What's one thing you had to learn the hard way? Oh. Um subscription services will really drain your bank accounts. Yeah, Because you don't think about it because you're not actively doing those purchases. And so you sign up for a handful of them at once. And then when it all hits you and then it's a repeated cycle, you're like, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) What's something you're tired of? TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) We're just a bunch of TikTok haters. Sorry, everyone. (laughs) No, also tired of quarantine, but I understand it. Okay. Who do you turn to when you're sad? It depends on what I'm sad about. It'll either be my mom or my fiance. What's a trend you would like to see disappear forever? Crocs. Yeah, they're just annoying. They're just, ugh. There's just so many other, like if you're wanting shoes to wear during the summer, you can wear slides. If you're wanting shoes to wear, like, you have to wear fuzzy socks with them in order for them to be, like, warm shoes when you could just transition to a different shoe. I I just don't really understand them. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Okay. What did you want to do with your life at age 12? I wanted to be a veterinarian. Really? Yeah. Just because I love animals. That's it, folks. That's all the questions. We did it. You took a lot of time with those questions. (laughs) Hey, I was a little bit stumped. You think that it'll be super easy and then they ask a question and you just become like completely brain dead. Yeah. (laughs) It's just like, wait, what? (laughs) Yes. Sorry about that, guys. No problem. But you did good, though. Those are good answers. I think that was a fun thing to do. I hope our listeners enjoyed it as well. And you can use this as a, an opportunity to learn more about your friends or coworkers or on your podcast if you have it as well. Yeah. Okay. So our next segment is the girl to girl segment. And I figured today's episode, we would cover the topic of toxic relationships or toxic friendships. And that sounds a little bit harsh because toxic is such a a negative word, but I think every single one of us at some point has had a toxic friendship or a toxic relationship, and we'll probably just talk through like what is our experience with them and things that caused them to turn toxic and what we did to reduce or eliminate 
Gotcha. Um, I actually don't have experience with toxic relationships or friendships, just because I keep my guard up a lot. And I really get a good sense of who people are when I usually first meet them a few times. And I just get like this energy or their vibe a little bit. And I'm like, "Uh, I should probably avoid I usually avoid drama. Nay will tell you this. I avoid (laughs) drama like it's the plague. (laughs) Yes. I mean, drama is not fun. So I, I completely understand why you would avoid it. Yes. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way in that I'm one to where I don't really give out my trust or open up until you've really fully earned it. Mm -hmm. But I've definitely been burned a couple of times after opening up that trust or that like dropping down that wall. And so, yeah, I've experienced it before for both relationships and friendship side. Um, Things that cause them to turn toxic, just the other person not being truthful and as I said, I, I'm a fairly reliant on honesty. And when someone's not truthful, it's like, why am I bringing you this far into my life when I can't even act normally around you because you're not going to be trustworthy and I don't know what you're going to do with that information or whatnot. Right. Uh, ugh, not to get into like too much details because I don't want it to be like extremely detailed on here. Um, but what... I did to reduce or eliminate it was either I pulled back on that friendship and made it to where, all right, let's start back from ground zero. And we're going to act as if we're just new to meeting each other and hanging out less and then slowly reintroduce. So starting back, like resetting that friendship. And when it comes to relationships, just eliminated that person entirely. Because I think when it comes to relationships, if someone's being toxic, you can't have that mentality of, oh, I'm going to be able to fix them and have that fixer mentality. It's just, it's not going to work and it's going to end up draining on you. So just to eliminate it as a whole, as painful as it would be, it ends up being better in the long run. Yeah, I think another sign that something is toxic with friendship or a relationship is if you don't feel good about yourself or they don't make you a better person. Yes. I think that's a huge one. Yes, I fully believe that you should be able to act 100% as yourself around someone. And if you feel like you aren't able to act fully and you're having to pull back and become more reserved, then that friendship or that relationship is not right for you. Yeah. And if you keep them, I mean, it may work out, but it may also turn toxic. So it's just, it's really how much of a gambler are you? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So it's not a fun thing to go through, but I feel like, again, I think everyone at some level has gone through it and it doesn't have to be super extreme to where like something catastrophic happens in that friendship or that relationship. But you can definitely tell when someone you have in your circle or someone that you're hanging out with kind of brings you down and makes you like think less of yourself or makes you second guess what you're going to wear, second guess what you're going to say around them. And that's just, you got to spread your wings and you got to fly and you don't need someone that's holding you down. Yeah, I agree. And speaking of that, our today's Pinterest quote goes along with what we were talking about. You are the most valuable investment you will ever make. Yes, I love that so much. 
I think that's a great quote because I think people don't realize how much they can rely on themselves or should rely on themselves because everyone has different intentions. And in the end, no one will care about you more than you do. Exactly. And I feel like it's super overlooked to take care of yourself and do things for the better of you to further your professional or personal life. And if you're not doing that, you're not going to progress and you're not going to be happy. Yep. Agreed. Thanks for listening to today's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to follow, subscribe, and share our podcast. Everything will be linked in the show notes below. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Peace.